Hi, welcome to the Parenting in the Middle podcast. I'm your host, Kristen Goodman. I'm a certified life coach and a mom to three teens and a tween. Do you ever wonder if you're doing this whole mom thing right? Are you pushing too hard or not enough? What does it look like to love your teens yet keep firm boundaries? Do you know that you can do all of this without yelling and feeling frustrated? Here in this podcast, you will find coaching and communication strategies to help you tackle all of your hardest parenting struggles. These strategies will help you parent with more confidence, peace, and influence. I'm thrilled you're here. Let's go. Hey everyone, how are you? Welcome to Parenting in the Middle podcast. So this week is my girl's last full week of school. Well, actually, the last day of school is Thursday, so not quite a full week, but my oldest is graduating high school this week, so we have a lot going on. It's so exciting and just so weird at the same time because it really doesn't seem like that long ago she was in elementary school and now she's graduating high school and I am so excited for her. She's doing what she has always wanted to do. She's always been really good at hairstyling and she's loved doing hair and so she really wanted to go to cosmetology school and so we have a really cool program here in Arizona, it's EVIT, and they get to go to cosmetology school their junior and senior year, along with high school, so that they can graduate cosmetology school, take the state boards, be licensed to do hair, and you know graduate high school at the same time. So I'm really excited for her, and she just got a job at the salon she wanted. So, so in some ways, I'm happy that she isn't totally leaving me. She's going to still live at home, and... Um, I can still enjoy her. So we don't have a whole lot of of changes like we would have if she was going going away. So I know I have a lot of friends who are dealing with their kids leaving and having to pack up their their rooms and um, get them settled in a new place. And so that would definitely make it so much more real to me. But um, it's an exciting week. So looking forward to everything that's coming up ahead. But this episode today, we're going to talk about people pleasing. So I love this topic because I am a definite people pleaser. I like making people happy. I like when everyone is happy because I don't like conflict. I don't like contention. And so my need to make everyone happy can sometimes be in the form of people pleasing, wanting to do things that I I don't want to do or doing more than I should do because I want to keep the peace, right? Maybe some of you can relate to that. And so that can show up in my home. It can show up in how I am with my friends or in my church or every, all of the things. When you feel like you have to do things you don't want to do and you don't want to say no because you don't want to You don't want people to judge you. You don't want people to think you can't handle it. You want to do some of the things. And um, you can sometimes get a lot on your plate. And that's how I've been feeling. I have a lot on my plate lately, but it's actually been really good. I like being busy. So it's the reason why I want to talk about this today is because there is a, a line between are you people pleasing or are you just stretching yourself and doing more in certain times of your life because you've got more going on and there's more on your plate and that's okay and it can be stressful, but the reasons behind 
why you are doing what you are doing is what I want you to think about today. Because if you're doing those things because you don't want people to judge you or you don't want people to think you can't handle it, you feel like you have to do all of these things, it's never going to feel good. You're not going to feel in alignment with yourself and it's going to affect the way you show up with your family and with your friends and with anyone really that you come in contact with and how you do your job, do your job. And so, or are you doing those things because you genuinely want to, it may be challenging and you might be feeling a little stressed, but that's okay. In the end, you're going to grow and, and be fueled with more energy from it because you're going to be proud of yourself. So those are the two things that I want to talk about today. And how we're going to think about it is the, you're going to question the reasons behind your people pleasing. So often I like to start thinking about it. Like if, if you are people pleasing, ask yourself why most of the time it's because you want people to like you, you want people to approve of you. And that's a normal, natural human thing. We all want to be liked. We all want to, um, you know, we want people to think highly of us. We want people to think we want to, we basically, we want to control how other people think about us. And so we think, okay, if we do this and this and this, then people will like us. And often that can turn into doing things that aren't in alignment with who you are or things that don't, you don't want to do because you want to control how people think of you. And that's never a good reason. It's never going to feel good to you. So instead of thinking about it, like you want to be liked, you want people to like you. I want you to shift your thinking to, I want to like other people. I want to like others. How can I best show up so that I can like everyone I come into contact with? All right. So see how the focus, instead of being on you becomes on other people. So, and that will change a lot for you when you start thinking about this. How can you like other people instead of making other people like you? You don't have to make other people like you. You just show up wanting to like other people. The magic of that is when you start practicing that, people are going to like you. They're going to be attracted to you because you are someone they want to be around. Everyone wants to be around someone who likes them, who shows up in a way that's curious and interested in them instead of showing up like you want to be liked yourself. You can probably see the difference there. And I was talking to my daughter about this very thing because sometimes we can judge ourselves pretty harshly and we can feel like we want to be different than we are. And we think, oh, we can't hang around with them because for whatever reason, they make us feel bad or we feel like, okay, they're better than we are. They're too much for us or they laugh at things I don't think is funny. Whatever those reasons are that make it hard for us to be around other people. They're too much of something. And maybe that makes us feel like we're not enough of something else. So when you start thinking about that, I want you to instead think about it like this. You know, when you're watching a movie or if you're reading a book and there's a group of friends and this group of friends are not all the same. They all have different abilities. They all have different things that are annoying. They have, they have different personality traits. Some are more likable than others, but they all make the book or the movie interesting. They all play a part, right? And so you don't watch those characters and think, I wish they were different or they should be different. You just watch those characters as if they are who they are and that's, that's who they are. So it makes sense when they do things the way that they do them. 
And so sometimes I like to think about it like that with myself in my own group, in my own circle. Like we all have things that are annoying. We all have things we do that we may not do them ourselves. So like maybe with when a friend, we don't like that they do certain things a certain way. And so we wouldn't show up that way. But instead of making it mean anything like you can't hang out with them or they're too hard or they're too much or you're not enough of something, I just like to think about it like, okay, if we were characters in a movie, I would appreciate that about that person. I would think, yeah, that's just who they are. And then you start to accept others exactly how as they are and you stop the judgment and it's just okay. And then all of a sudden you get to accept yourself the way you are and you don't have the judgment. And so then when you don't show up, maybe you say something that you wish you wouldn't have said, or you're not showing up how you would want to show up. You're not saying the things that you want to say because you're afraid of being judged. Instead of doing that, you can just show up as yourself and that's just who you are and it's okay. There's nothing wrong with you. You don't need to change to have other people approve of you. And then also other people don't need to change so that you approve of them. You can just enjoy each other. Enjoy being you. Enjoy being around the people that you get to be around. I like to think about it this when I'm around people who are really super talented at something, something that maybe I wish I was more talented at. And I think, you know what? How amazing is it that I can be their friend, that I can be, you know, around them. And instead of making it mean that, oh, I don't like being around them. They make me feel bad, which people don't make you feel anything, right? Your thoughts make you feel bad and insecure, not other people. And so instead of going to that place, it's like how amazing that I get to be around them, right? And, and I don't want to make it sound like other people are better than, than you or people can be better than other people because I don't believe in that either. I think we're all equally valuable and amazing. And because I think like that, I don't feel insecure or feel bad when I'm around other people. But I used to, and I remember what that would be like. And so to kind of shift from that place of feeling insecure, it's like, man, they are amazing at that thing. Maybe it's um, working out and they're really fit and you wish you were really fit. It's like, you know what? They're proof of what's possible. And they do that work and that is amazing. Good for them. Something that may be hard for you to do. And it doesn't mean you can't be around them and be yourself and think, and even say like, man, that's really awesome that you can do that. That's really hard for me to wake up that early and do those things. Or maybe they're really outgoing and you're more quiet. And so instead of thinking you should be more outgoing like them, it's like they are who they are and that's amazing and they are fun to be around. I'm so glad that I get to hang around with them. I don't need to be more outgoing. I'm good just the way I, I am. I'm a good listener I, and people like being around me too. So do you see how the thoughts are starting to shift and that will affect the way that you show up when you're around other people instead of feeling like you need to be different than you are. And this will help you when we're shifting from that mindset of wanting to be liked and wanting and feeling like we need to be different than we are we're shifting that mindset shift to, we want to like others. How can we like others more than having this need to be liked ourselves? It will change everything. Okay, so some of the common ways that we people please is when we say yes, when we really want to say no, 
and when we agree with others just for the sake of agreeing. We don't want to cause conflict. We don't want people to think that we're rude. So if maybe someone says something inappropriate that we don't think is funny, but everyone is laughing, we'll kind of laugh too, or we won't, we won't speak up when something happens like that. That's against our, our values or not in alignment with who we are. So those are a couple of the common ways that, that we people please. And so when we with the example of agreeing with people, so if you're in a group and they're talking and you disagree with what's being said, but you don't want to share your opinion, you're not being true with who you are. And so that's not going to feel good to you. You're going to feel, you're going to feel conflict. You don't want to cause conflict among other people. So instead you're going to feel the conflict. And what I don't like about this, even though I'm guilty of this too, I don't, what I don't like about this idea of agreeing when you don't agree, but for the sake of agreeing, because you want people to like you, you're basically feeding this belief that we should care what other people think. And so where does your brain go when I say that? That there's this belief that we should care what people think. Are you thinking, well, of course we should care what people think. Like that's what kind people do. That's what considerate people do. But what I'm saying is that it's a problem what, when other people think judgmental thoughts about us. We're feeding the belief that it's a problem when other people don't approve of us. Why is it a problem? Why do you need people to approve of you all the time? Why is it a problem when two people can hold different opinions? Can you hold a different opinion than someone else and have it not be a problem? My husband and I have done some work on this because we have different opinions on certain things. And some of these things are, are big deals. Like it's not just like a simple, like you like that for breakfast and I like this for breakfast. It's like they are, there are beliefs and we feel differently about them, but it's also not a problem for us. We're both able to share our own opinion, have our own beliefs, have our own ways to think about it. We appreciate and honor the other person's belief and value and understand why they think that way. My husband understands why I think the way that we do. We can have good conversations. We don't have to agree. So it's not a problem. And I just love this because especially in the time and the climate we're in right now, there's a lot of polarized opinions out there. People are on one side really far and then they're on the other side really far. I really feel like most people, we have common ground. We all want the same goal. We all want to be happy. We want to have other people be happy and serve and, um, and obey the law and, and everything, but it's the way that we want to go about how we do that. That's the problem. And so what if it was okay to just be okay, not agreeing and it's okay. And you don't need to convince other people why they should agree with you. You can just hold on to your belief and your opinion and try to understand what other people's beliefs and opinions are in a way that helps you connect with them and then be okay with that. I mean, if you're in a position to make change and create change, then yeah, you might need to convince people to change your, to have a different opinion than you. But in normal day-to-day life, I don't need to go around making people think exactly the same as me. 
It's okay. We can have different opinions. And so think about this. When I heard from Jody Moore that people pleasers are liars, it was kind of eye-opening because I people please because I want to make everyone happy because I'm caring and considerate and I feel like I'm a nice person. But also when I really thought about it, when I was people pleasing, I was lying to other people and to myself. I was saying yes to things I didn't want to say yes to. I wasn't being honest in how I felt about certain things because I didn't want to create conflict. And so why does people pleasing and lying feel better than the truth? And I think it's because we are afraid of that conflict. We are afraid of being judged. And so if we can take that fear away, we will be so much better off. We don't need to be afraid of other people's judgments of us because what other people think about us says more about them than it does us. It has nothing to do with us. I like to think about it this way. What if someone asked you to do something that was completely ridiculous? So for me, it would be like singing the national anthem at a baseball game. Someone said, hey, can you really help me out? I need, I need help. Will you please sing the national anthem at this baseball game? No matter how genuine they were, how much I loved them, how much I wanted to do what they were asking me to do, I know that there's no way I could sing the national anthem at a baseball game in front of a ton of people. I wouldn't make it mean anything about me, about how I'm just not good enough. It would just be like uh, a no, I can't do that. I am not willing to do that. I'm not capable of doing that song justice and doing a good job, right? Like I would just know that and I wouldn't make it mean that I was a bad person or that they shouldn't ask me to do that. I wouldn't make it mean any of that. It would just be a no. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't feel bad about it. It'd be like, that's ridiculous that they would even ask me. Why would they even ask me that? Why would they think I could do that? Right? And so notice the story you tell yourself. So then when it's not something that you know you can't do, or you just know you don't want to do it, like, I guess I could sing the national anthem at a baseball game. I can sing. I can stand there. I can be where they need me to be, but I'm just not willing to do that. So what if it's something else though? Like, hey, can you watch my kids? And you have other things to do, or you just don't want to. But then you make it mean like, I should, I need to. Oh my goodness, what if they can't find someone else? And that's where you just get clear on your reasons because sometimes you will do those things that you don't want to do, and that's okay. That's what we are here to do. We're here to serve and to learn and to grow and to challenge ourselves. And sometimes that might mean doing something you don't want to do, like watching other people's kids when they're in a bind. But what? notice your reasons behind it. So if your reasons are, man, I really don't want to, but I'm going to because I love you and I want to help you out and I don't have to do it because I want to. I can do it because I love you. And I have good reasons to do that. That is totally fine. But if someone asks you to watch their kids and maybe it's your only day off and you were really looking forward to this time by yourself so that you could just relax. And then someone's like, I'm really in a bind. I need you to watch my kids. And you cannot come up with a loving reason to do that. And you say yes anyway you are going to feel resentful. You are going to feel taken advantage of. You are not going to think kind thoughts about this person that you are serving. 
How is that better than just saying, I am so sorry, I love you so much, but I am not able to do that. You don't have to go into reasons why, you don't have to justify your no, right? Isn't it so much more loving and kind to be honest with yourself, honest with the person who's asking you, say you can't do it and know that they will figure it out. They'll find someone else, it's okay. We're adults, we're allowed to say no. Instead of saying yes, and really wanting to say no, and then feeling resentful to that other person. That is not better. And when you can understand that, it makes it easier to understand that, okay, yeah, I need to be honest and just say no when the answer is no. When you can access a feeling of love for yourself and for the other person, you will know what to say when you need to say no. But something I find helpful as a people pleaser, as someone who's naturally prone to wanting to make other people happy and control other people's emotions, is to say, let me get back to you. And sometimes I've noticed this is easy when you get a text and someone asks you something through text, you're able to think through your answer and come up with with something that sounds nice instead of when you're on the spot and you're just like, okay, yes. And you say yes too quickly. And then you're like, oh my goodness, why did I say yes? Because sometimes we say yes, we'll do something. And then we don't even do it. Have you ever done that before? Because I have, I will say, yes, I can totally do that. And then I forget, or I just know I'm not going to do it. Right. And it's the same thing as what I said earlier. That's not better than just saying, no, you can't do it. You don't need to give an explanation. You don't need to justify your answer. It's okay. We need to normalize being able to say no, being able to take no for an answer and not making it mean anything has gone wrong or that other people should do things that we think they're capable of, but they just say no. We need to be able to honor people's no's just as we want other, we want to say no. So I do find that to be helpful when you want to say, Hey, let me get back to you. That gives you a little bit of time to construct a thoughtful response to really think through, okay, do I have a good reason to say yes to this or is it going to be a no? It is so important to tell people the truth and to notice when you are saying things and doing things that you don't really want to do because all that will will follow are feelings of resentment and feelings of of just, you're not able to connect or to communicate as well. And again, that's like, that's not better. So keep ownership. One of my favorite things that I like to think about and to teach my kids is like, own your emotions and own the reason why you feel the way that you feel. Other people do not make you feel anything. So if you take on too much responsibility because you will, and because we are human, it's okay but own it and own the reason why you took that on. Own the reason why you said yes when you really wanted to say no. And then be proud of yourself and and don't make it mean there is anything wrong with you. It's okay, but own it and don't put the blame on other people. Like this was really hard for me. You volunteered for it, but it's their fault. Notice when you're in that space of blame, all right? And then just take ownership of your own feelings of the things that you did to create those feelings, the thoughts that you're having that are creating those feelings. And it's okay. You don't need to shame and blame yourself either. This is just part of the human experience. This is just part of 
of the way life is. Sometimes that's going to happen and it's okay, but find a loving reason anyway. So if you do take on too much, if you did say yes, when you know you should have said no, instead of having a lot of self blame and feeling that shame, have compassion for yourself. Find a loving reason for doing the things that you're doing. You are a loving person. You love the people that you are serving. And so when you find a loving reason for doing the things that you're doing, even when you don't want to, it will feel so much better for you. One of my favorite quotes that I remember from when I was young was, cooperation is doing with a smile what you would have to do anyway. So sometimes we do have to do things we don't want to do. And so instead of feeling the resentment and feeling frustrated about it, if it's something you've committed to doing and you know you have to do it, why make your life any harder than it needs to be? Life is hard enough when everything is going smoothly, right? So instead of making it hard, find a loving reason. Find a loving reason for serving the people that you are serving and find a loving reason for why you are the perfect person to do this job, okay? And remember, you are always able to say no. All right, if you have any questions about this episode, you know you can always DM me on Instagram. Thank you to everyone who has left me a review on this podcast. I really, really appreciate it. I am getting ready to launch my group coaching course. It's the Parenting in the Middle course. There's seven modules where you will learn all about, one, the model that I teach, which is that your thoughts create your feelings and your feelings drive your actions. So if you want to learn more about how to generate feelings of love, if you're like, I don't even know how to do that. How do I have compassion for the people around me? How do I create compassion for myself? I will teach you how in this course. And then also how to communicate, how to talk to your kids. Those will all be part of the modules and we will practice every week. You will get coaching every week for eight weeks and we start in June. So it's just a few weeks away. If you are interested, be on the lookout for that. Get on my email list and I will send you all of the information. All right, everyone. Have a good day. We'll talk at you later. Thank you for listening to the Parenting in the Middle podcast. I am so grateful you're here. I'm excited to announce that my group coaching course is now open for enrollment. You will get access to seven videos and eight live coaching sessions all over eight weeks. You will learn and apply actionable tools that will help you be a more confident and decisive parent. And because us moms like to put everyone else's needs before our own, you'll also learn how to set your own personal goals and actually achieve them. Send me an email at kristengoodman at parentinginthemiddle.com to get on the interest list. You can also find more information on my show notes or on my Instagram page at Kristen Goodman Coaching. I can't wait to see you there.